praise the Lord. We serve a great God, don't we? Hallelujah, Lord. We can't see it sometimes. It's just, you know, because things are going on in the background we can't see. But we can see the results of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We can see the results of it, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what faith is. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You don't see it when it's going on. Amen. But he'll do it. Won't he? Won't he do it? Because he's awesome. He's great. Oh, I remember Minister Lisa came, gave a testimony this morning. She was feeling some type of way. Amen. Till God told her what he told her. Look, I'm your portion. I'm your source. Amen. Everything you need is in me. Amen. Ooh, when he talk to you like that, don't, just be confident. That's how you can come boldly to the throne. Because you know God is with me. Amen. What's well, Sister Shana read to us this morning? God is with, I am with you. Amen. I love when God talk like that. He say things like, fear not. Tell us, don't be afraid of them, Rudy. Woo, I remember he told me that I was leaving that job. And they was clowning. Say, don't be afraid of them. And you're going to leave with some money. When I tell you to go. Oh, Lord. And that's just what happened. <laughs> he told that to Israel. When y'all leave Egypt, y'all going to take the gold and silver with y'all. They was just, we going to leave here? We slaves to these Egyptians. He said, not only am I going to bring you out, but I'm going to bring you out with some stuff. God, God will make them pay. That's what make them so great. You scratching your head like, Lord, how in the world? How in the world did you do that? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Well, you all know today is Super Bowl. I mean, Super Soul Sunday. Amen. <laughs> Everybody just shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to get this shouting started early for our hero. We got a hero. Thank you, Jesus. You know what team I'm on? Christ team. Amen. But the Super Bowl is a great event in, in sport. Amen. It's worldly. And it's really our thing in America. But it's a great event, saints of God. And most of us enjoy watching it. Even people who don't like football enjoy all the things that happen around the event. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I mean, we, we, the commercials, yeah. be like, wow, did you see that commercial there? The interviews, the halftime show. Who we got Usher this year. It's just a lot that goes on around that Super Bowl, right? It's a big deal. It's a lot of screaming and hollering and just having fun like we doing right now for our hero. Amen. <laughs> For our Super Bowl, Super Soul, our God just loves us. He yeah. cares about our soul. Amen. Yeah. Oh, we shout hallelujah to him all day. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's a big deal, those things. We have fun. We hook up with our friends and family, and we have food. What an event. Amen. 
But since this is Super Soul Sunday, I want to show you another great event in the Lord. Amen. And this event is not worldly. Yet, it affects the whole world. <laughs> but it's spiritual. Amen. Super Soul Sunday. What do you all think the greatest event is? The greatest spiritual event is anyway. Amen. It's Super Soul Sunday, right? It's Calvary. <laughs> Nothing the world can do can top that. Nothing. I don't care what they do. Amen. He died for us. Remember him saying, don't you know it's nothing I won't do for you? I died for you. Amen. <laughs> Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> Calvary, what an event. Nothing in the world is greater than that, saints. So since we have this great event called the Super Bowl that we're going to be celebrating later, I want to first celebrate our God on this Super Soul Sunday. That's what we're doing, saints. Think about it, saints. Jesus dying for the sins of the whole world. All the drama he had to go through leading up to this greatest event in the whole world. So many things took place in that season before the ultimate thing happened. God raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. You know what the scripture says in Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2. Yeah, that one right there, Cameron. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24 says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye are healed. You were healed. Amen. Say amen to that for real. By his stripes, we were healed. See, so many things took place around that great event. It's the Super Bowl in the spirit. That's why we call it Super Soul Sunday. He bore our sins that we were dead in. Say amen to that. He created a way for us to live righteous in him. And by those stripes he took, he healed us. Amen. Oh, we walk by faith and not by sight. God said, I am the God that healeth thee. Amen. That's who he is. Oh, thank you, Lord. So many things took place around that great event, around Calvary Saints. We're going to do a quick review about the greatest event in the world on Super Soul Sunday. Amen. Amen. Turn to Matthew chapter 26. You all know it's also uh, Black History Month, right? Yeah. I'm going to do it Wakanda style. That's <laughs> how they do it in Wakanda. Y'all don't know nothing about Wakanda. Amen. They had some stuff, some power. What was they power? Uranium? Uranium or whatever it was. We got Jesus. Yeah. And how much power do he have? All, all of it. Amen. <laughs> he said, I got all power. Heaven, earth, under the earth, everywhere. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, that's a great event. Here we go. So you all in 1 Peter 2, look at verse 24. It says, no, we in Matthew 26. And we're going to start at verse 1. It says, and it came to pass when Jesus had finished all those, all these sayings, he said unto his disciples. Now, it says he had finished all these sayings. So whenever I read that kind of scripture, I go back to the previous chapter 
to see what the what was what finish what sayings did he finish? And if you all remember last week in chapter 25, he was telling them about he was talking about the ten virgins, five were wise and five were foolish. And the chapter really deals with what when Christ returns, what it's gonna be like. It's telling us what the kingdom of heaven is like. Amen. He was saying things like, I was hungry and you didn't feed me. Or I was thirsty and you didn't give me drink. Or I was naked and you didn't clothe me. In prison and you didn't visit me. <laughs> then some going to say, when, when did we not minister to you? <laughs> and he's going to say, when you did it to the least, you did it to me. Amen. He was letting them know that selfishness is not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. See, that's the devil. The devil is selfish. Me, myself, and I. I want to be like God. I want to sit on the throne. I, 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 I. <laughs> and so this was all these sayings Jesus had just finished telling them. Look at verse 2. You know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Now, he said, you know that, right? Do you all think they knew that? Nope. <laughs> Judas knew it. <laughs> he probably was looking at Judas when he said it. <laughs> you know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. They all knew that. Yeah. And the Son of Man is, is betrayed to be crucified. They didn't know that. Didn't know that. Amen. <laughs> but Judas knew that. He was talking, who was he talking to? His disciples. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 3. Then... Then assembled. You know what I like about Jesus, though? <laughs> he, he lets us know what time it is. Yeah. He was really letting them know what time it was. <laughs> he, lets us, he warns us. Thank you, Jesus. So we no longer live in darkness. Amen. We out of darkness now, saints. Look at verse 3. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas. So now all these leaders are assembling together. Amen. And these were religious folks. Elders of the people, scribes, the chief priests. Who are these teaming up together in the palace of the high priest? All these religious folks. Look at verse 4. And consulted that they might take Jesus subtly, subtly and kill him. <laughs> Can't think about that. Saints of God, all these religious leaders consulting how they, they go nicely, it says subtly, nicely, delicately, in a slick way, a defined way, how are we going to kill Jesus? <laughs> oh, I think of some, you know, who subtly, in this day, think they slick. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> they, they, they uniting together. I'm talking about the world right now. How are we going to get rid of Jesus? <laughs> That's what they're they trying to figure that out. See, we didn't we made this law. We didn't made this law. We got all these crazy laws. Jesus is nowhere in it. Amen. All these leaders coming together to figure out how to kill him. Amen. Verse 5. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Yeah. 
See, they had to kill Jesus nicely and delicately. It says subtly. Amen. But they didn't want to upset the people. <laughs> Look at this saints. Look at verse 6. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. Thank you, Jesus. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation saying, to what purpose is this waste? <laughs> Some things we see we don't understand the purpose of it, saints. And when we don't understand the purpose, what do we think? It's waste. <laughs> That's what they would think. Here go to Revelation right here. See, in Bible study, we're studying the purpose and the power of men and women. And we know if you don't see God to give you the understanding of your purpose, your life could be wasted. Amen. That's what they're saying. They didn't understand the purpose of why she was putting this expensive ointment on him. One of our sayings in Bible studies is where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. See, the disciples could not understand why she put that precious oil on him. Huh? What a waste. Look at verse 9. For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Y'all got to catch this revelation right here. Remember when Jesus told the rich young ruler to sell what he had and give it to the poor and follow him? So the woman was preparing Jesus to give up what he had. huh? His life. She was preparing him, which he was lying down for us. That's what was going on. They didn't see that. They couldn't see that. So they called it a waste. Why is she putting that precious oil? Wasting that. That could have been given to the poor. Mm -hmm. Sold for much yeah. to take care of the poor. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. The woman was preparing Jesus to give up what he had, his life saints, which he was lying down for us. Yeah. The poor that were riddled with sin... Amen. The poor are the ones who have no Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. See, we, we don't see it like, see, if you don't have Jesus, you don't have nothing. You're poor. I don't care how much money you have. <laughs> if you don't have Jesus, you have nothing. Amen. Yeah. That's what the rich young ruler realized. He said, let me go hook up with Jesus so I can have this, all that I have forever. So that's why he went to see him. I got to have eternal life. I got to know how to just keep everything I got forever. And then Jesus told him, well, you got to lay that stuff down. <laughs> Your dependence on that and follow me. That's what he was really telling him. See, you right now, you trust all of that. He said, one thing I like, you got to stop trusting all that stuff. <laughs> you got to quit loving that and love me. And you'll have great riches in heaven. We get that right there in our spirit, saints of God. And this man had so many things, but really those things had him. So he walked away like this. I can't follow you, Jesus. I'm so glad I didn't walk away like that. Lord, you want me to do what? And then I could have just walked away sad, like I can't do that. But I'm so glad I didn't do that. Thank you, Jesus. I said, okay, then, you know, it ain't about me. It's about you. Amen. So I ain't even look at it like what I got to do. I don't have to do nothing. It's all about you. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. 
hallelujah to you. So she was preparing him to give everything he had for us. That's what she was doing. The poor. We was poor saints. When we didn't have Jesus, we was poor. Look at verse 10. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, why, why trouble ye the woman? For she had wrought a good work upon me. Jesus was telling them, this is a good thing. Yeah. Amen. He knew that she was preparing him with the ointment. That was good. Yeah. He called it a good work, right? Yeah. Look at verse 11. For ye have the poor always with you. But me, you have not always. <laughs> See, we're we going to always have folks that don't know Jesus. Amen. That's why the harvest is so plentiful. They don't know him. <laughs> but Jesus knew he would not always be with us in the flesh. He knew that. He, right now, he, he went to prepare a place for us. God sent the Holy Spirit to guide us and to teach us. Amen. So she was preparing Jesus for the burial. An awesome work, really for the resurrection. Amen. Likewise, Jesus and the Holy Spirit prepared us for the burial and the resurrection. Everybody say amen to that. It was the same thing going on. Look at verse 12. For in that she had poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. That, did he make it plain? She did this for my burial. It's a good thing. He told them directly why she did it. They thought it was a waste, saints. They didn't have that kind of sight. No. <laughs> they looked at it as, what a waste. What burial? Huh? That's how they looked at what burial? Verse 13. Verily I say unto you, that means surely, whatsoever this gospel, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman have done, be told for a memorial of her. I'm preaching this word today as a memorial. Amen. We memorializing what this woman done and why she did it. Amen. <laughs> they didn't know at the time. That's why you can't lean on your own understanding. Got to constantly consult God. Lord, why in the world? See, when you think it's a waste, then you go to God. Lord, why, why did that happen? Why should I do this? Why did this person, why did you, this person have to leave and go home? I asked them questions. I want to know. And he wants us to know. Yeah. Some people say, well, God don't want you to know. Some, way, some things he don't want you to know. But when you're ready for some answers, he'll give it to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You should know the truth. And what is that going to do? Make you free. Amen. Verse 14. Then one of the 12 called Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priest. Verse 15. And he said unto them, what will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. The Lord once showed me this. We sell out for so cheap. We don't serve him for so cheap, so little nonsense in the world. And we choose that. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 30 pieces of silver. We give up the savior of the whole world in our life for little or nothing. Isn't that foolish? Yes. Temporary pleasures in this world that don't mean nothing. How foolish is that, saints of God? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Gave up the Lord, our Lord and Savior for 30 pieces of silver. 
Let's look at this. Turn to James chapter 1. I want to show you why we do silly stuff like that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We need God. Say amen to that. He's a necessity. He's not optional. We need God in our life. He's the game changer. Amen. Man can say whatever they want to say, but when God said you stand on that word, God said this. Remind him. What did Minister Lisa say in her prayer? We have to remind God. It ain't that he forgot it, but we don't know it. Amen. And don't you believe that lie. Well, don't, what you don't know can't hurt you. That's a lie. That does not pertain to the word of God. Amen. It might pertain to things in the world. Amen. How far is the sun from the, from the earth? I don't know. That might not hurt me. But this word, not knowing that, my people are destroyed. Because they don't know. They don't know their rights. They don't know that they don't have to be sick. They don't know that, the, that I'm with them all the time. They don't know that I'm a healer. They don't know that I can deliver them. So they believe, what the, they believe the wrong report. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. James 1, look at verse 14. It says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Huh? That's what get us one 30 pieces of silver. Foolish stuff. Enticed, tempted. The flesh is lustful. You all got to know that. All of our flesh is lustful. Amen. That's why it has to be crucified. That's why Jesus had to be crucified. The rich young ruler come to him. Good master. He say, why you call me good? Because they knew it was no good thing in the flesh. <laughs> he said, I'm in this flesh body. Don't call only God is good. God is the spirit. Amen. <laughs> he was trying to tell him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. See, we get tempted and drawn away with our own lust. Verse 15. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringing forth death. See, G Judas was drawn away of his own lust. He was enticed, which bringeth forth sin. And when that finished up in him, it brought forth death. It's like committing suicide, attempting to kill God. You're really killing yourself. Amen. That's what he was doing. Look at verse 16. It tells us, do not err, my beloved brother. See, when error... We error when we blame God for sin, saints. <laughs> Some people do that because they don't know. Insinuating like God condones all these bad things that's happening. Like he's allowing it. That's an error. Amen. God hates sin. Amen. But he loves us. So he, he allows us. He don't puppet us and make us do things. He gives us choices. That's love. So you know what, what the world say, what the, what's that saying they got? If you love them, let them go. And if they return, they really love you or you really, something, it's a saying that goes like that. Amen. If it comes back, yeah, amen, that's how it goes. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's how our God is. He loves us, but he doesn't make us do anything. He just gives us his word. He said, here's life and here is death. It's in front of all of you all. Choose life. You make the choice. But when, but when we make the wrong choices and things get crazy and out of hand, now we blame it on God. Oh, God, how could he allow my son to, this to happen to him and that? He didn't allow, 
He gave them a choice. He gave all of us a choice. Amen. And then not only did he give us a choice, then he told us what to choose. Hey, I'm going to give you this choice and that choice. That's all before you now. But choose this one right here. This is the one you choose. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. We can't blame him. Thanks to God. It says, do not err, my beloved brother. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. God hates sin, saints. And he hated so much that he died for our sin and offered us a way out of it. Yeah. Huh? That's why it's Super Soul Sunday today. Yeah. We're celebrating that. Amen. Yeah. His will is that we walk in the salvation that we received in Jesus. That's the will of the Lord. Amen. And when you're in his will, he's supplying your needs. He's helping you to go in that direction. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm your portion, Minister Lisa. I'm what are you talking about? Feeling some type of way. I didn't get my just desserts from this. I'm your portion. I'll never leave you or forsake you. Fear not. Don't be afraid of them. I got you. See, when God say that, he really got you. Man say that. I don't know. But when God talked to me like that, I know. I don't care what they say. I don't care how they trying to tell me that. What, what do you say, Lord? Oh, that's what we do. We seek the Lord. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's go back to Matthew 26. We're going to read that, read that last verse. Thank you, Lord. God's will truly is that we walk in the salvation that we've received in Christ. Amen. He provided that for us. Last verse in Matthew, back to Matthew 26 and 16, it says, and from that time, he saw opportunity to betray him. So, so from that time forward, after they gave him them 30 pieces of silver, that's the time it's talking about. Now he's looking for ways to betray God. What a foolish lifestyle. How are you going to look for ways to betray God? To deliver Jesus into the hands of them that wanted to kill him. See, these scripture verses really help me with men. Men of God that really go astray. This one helped me right here. Because you wonder, how could you be so close to the word and betray him? See, God is his word. Judas was a disciple of God by God this was a man of God <laughs> yet he betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver oh this one helped me saints of God he was tempted enticed and drawn away by his own lust amen see it's so important for God's people to be led by the spirit so you won't gratify the desires of your flesh amen flesh desires what's contrary to the spirit saints that's why Jesus says it's weak the spirit is willing. Some people say, oh, I want to do, I want to do this for you. I really want to do it. You know, I really, but you know why they don't? Because they're in the flesh. And the flesh is weak. So it's just, they want to. The, Jesus said, the spirit is willing. Y'all really want to stay up and pray for me. But every time I come back, y'all sleep. Then he told them, <clears throat> the spirit is so willing, but the flesh is just weak. Uh, the only thing you can do with flesh is crucify it. Kill it. I know I do that murder every day. Why are you doing murder every day, man? And God, <coughs> I know what my flesh is capable of. 
Uh, it led me before. Yes. I know what it'll do. Right. Amen. As <laughs> soon as it rise up, I have to kill it. Yes. Amen. <laughs> oh, people say, how do you kill it? Oh, it's a lot of ways to kill it. Yes. Just get it up early in the morning and put it before the Lord. <laughs> it hate that. Be like, oh, I'm going back to sleep. Now nah, you're getting up. <laughs> show you how you kill your flesh real quick. Because y'all think he just say that. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm tired. I got to lay back down. Nope. You're getting up. And you're going to read the word. What? I want to go to the bathroom. You ain't doing nothing till you get a scripture. Oh, Lord, your flesh be going crazy. Why are you treating me like this? Shut up. You want me to fast you? You don't want to eat today? I'm trying to show you how to, anything you don't feed. Come on. We'll die. Ooh, when you start talking to a boy, a line up. You hear me? Huh? <laughs> Cameron say, hi in the world. <laughs> That's how you do it, Cameron. You got to kill it. It's not your friend. See, it tricked you. It make you think it's your friend. We buddies today. You know, just let me lead you around. Now, this is what I want you to do. Then start telling you stupid things to do. Amen. <laughs> now, you lead it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. He was tempted to entice the way and going to sell out Jesus. <laughs> See, your flesh really does, it desires what's contrary to your spirit, saints. But this is Super Soul Sunday, and God paid an incredible price for our souls. He gave himself, the blood of Jesus, the word, his Holy Spirit. We have all this available to us, saints. But here's what I want to do. This was a great event on Calvary. I, I, want, I want to... You ought to really envision what made this event of Calvary the greatest event on earth. First of all, he was about to be beaten with many stripes, yeah. tortured for nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. Can you imagine? We get mad when somebody try to accuse us of something we didn't do. Huh? We get, up, we get in our flesh. I didn't do it. But I didn't do it. We get all upset. Amen. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he was getting ready to go through that. and He was doing everything right. But they beat him and mocked him and tortured him. And even more than that, the weight, think about this, saints, the weight of the whole world was on his shoulders. This was a great day for us, an incredible victory in the Lord. Can you imagine that being tortured and carrying the weight of the entire world, all of our past, present, and future sins on your shoulder? Think about that. Jesus had foreknowledge of his of this physical and spiritual torture of billions of sins committed throughout the human history being laid on his innocent head. Think about that. Him knowing that his mind had to be infected. It was injected, saints, with every filthy sin that man had ever committed in the past and would commit from that time on. Think about I want you all to see what he really went through. Here's my question. Did Jesus look forward to his death? No. <laughs> Jesus knew that the suffering he, he was going to do on this side had no comparison to the glory that awaits us on the other side. That's how we have to approach that thing. Sometimes we're going through some mess, amen, and it's trying to torment us. It's trying to torture us. It's trying to beat us down. Talk to it like Jesus. Look, I don't care what I'm going through on this side. 
it has no comparison to the glory that God has set up for my life forever on the other side. None. Amen. Oh, that's how he went through it. He looked, he looked forward to life, saints, forever. He looked beyond the instance of his death. Life without end. Say amen to that. And that got him through it. And it's getting us through it. See, it's glory to glory. Amen. But I like, this is the part, I really liked how Jesus was praying to the Father for us while he was going through all that turmoil. Amen. See, on this Super Soul Sunday, we're going to finish it by looking at the conversation Jesus was having with God. It's going to help. It's going to bless you all to get y'all through whatever you're going through. Look at John 17. And we're going to start out with verse 1. Cammy, you own it today, Cammy. I am. It's great progress. Oh, my girl, Sister Jillian. Keep putting in that good work. Just keep getting them here. Amen. I just love it. The spirit is so bright. I'm feeling the light. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Look how Jesus was talking to the Father. John 17, verse 1. It says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also, also may glorify thee. Jesus knew it. Now is the time. <laughs> Look at verse 2. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. That's our confirmation. Jesus has power over everything. All flesh. That's why we need him. Flesh is crazy. Amen. But Jesus has power over it to give it eternal life. <laughs> Say amen to that saints of God. Look at verse 3. And this is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Yes. Listen to me, beloved. This is the key to eternal life. Knowing the only true God, the way you know him is through Jesus Christ, whom God has sent. He just gave us the whole formula. Look at verse 4. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. He said, let's get back to where we was. See, I'm in the Father, and the Father's in me. He said, let's get back to that, Lord. You know, we had to separate for a minute. That was the real torture. I got to separate from God. Oh, Lord, I don't want to do that. Not even for a second. Amen. <laughs> Super Soul Sunday. Thanks to God. You seeing how the Lord and the Savior is talking to the Father, the Lord our Savior. Look, go down to verse 13. We're gonna we're gonna speed this up. So we're going to John 1 and 13. It says, And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. <laughs> He's talking about us. Fulfilling the joy of the Lord in us. Amen. Look at verse 14. I have given them thy word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. See, Minister Lisa, that's why sometimes you don't feel like you get your just desserts from the people, especially the world, because they hate you, because <laughs> they hate him. You know what the world say? You know what the Bible say? 
Jesus said, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. Amen. If they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. See, we think we're going to get, you know, we get out of it, but we don't. We just win the battle. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord thy God delivered them out of them, all of them. There's no losing in him ever. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. <laughs> Think about what he just said. I'm praying that they don't take you out of the world. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Well, why don't God just take us out of this mess? Oh, this evil that we around all the time. It's so crazy. It's going on. We around it because we in it but not of it. Matter of fact, he says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Jesus is saying, don't take them out of this evil mess. Don't Jesus is praying. I pray that you don't take them out of the evil world, but that thou shall keep them from the evil. His prayer is that God keeps us from evil. Amen. Not that you take us away. <laughs> Look at verse 16. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. <laughs> See, we're set aside for the truth. You hear this? You hear how Jesus is talking to him when he's going through with we're truth bearers. Amen. People, many don't want to hear the truth. Amen. <laughs> how do they got a saying in the world? You can't handle the truth. Amen. They don't want the truth. You can tell a lie and they just be so, okay, I accept that. But you tell the truth, now nah, I'm mad at you. That's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 18. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. See, while we in the world, saints, he's sending us out. We got work for us to do. We have a purpose. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Amen. Who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. I'm the way, the truth, the light. No man enters the kingdom except by me. Amen. He's sanctifying us through his own self. Verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. <laughs> Amen. That's why it's so important to watch your words. My wife tell me that. Watch your words. Just speak the truth, saints. Because it really shows who you believe in. That's it. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 21. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. Yeah. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. <laughs> See, I want you to get these words in your spirit, saints. You may hear me say them from time to time. I and the Father are one. Amen. Oh, you want that oneness, that closeness, that intimacy with him. Amen. And that's what Jesus is saying right here. Thank you, Jesus. Say that. Say that, saints of God. I and the Father, I and the Father are one. Are one. We in that oneness. God likes that. Even when you marry your wife, what do he say? The two become that's how you got to live. Amen. Verse 22. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. Yes. That they may be one, yes. even as we are one. Yes. 
<laughs> See, that oneness with the Lord is so important. Look what how Jesus is talking. Uh, we say that because it's the will of God for us to be one with him. Yeah. That's his will. That's how you get it done, saints. You and him, you're not alone. You hear that, Minister Lisa? Yeah. He's your portion. <laughs> not alone. Oh, she blessed me with that this morning. Verse 23. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Why do Jesus keep saying the same thing over and over? Are y'all seeing what he just keeps saying? The he letting you know you got to be one with the Father. Huh? Keep that oneness going. Amen. You are not alone. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He just keeps saying the same thing. Oh, what are we on? Verse 24. Look at verse 24. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Guess what, saints? <laughs> he loved all of us before the foundation of the world. That's what the scriptures say. Amen. Look at verse 25. O righteous Father, the world have not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. Amen. It's said that the world don't know Jesus. Y'all hear me? But we know him, so he sends us to him. Amen. <clears throat> it's a sad thing, though, when you think about it. <clears throat> and you watch how the world just pushes Jesus away. Amen. Pushes God. Get him out of my life. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, God. God bless you, man of God. See me up here struggling. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you so much. We got one more verse we're going to read. Verse 26. What's today, Saint? Super Soul Sunday. Amen. I'm reading about the greatest event on earth. Amen. Calvary. What God, how God was talking. Interceding for us. Talking on our behalf. How he wanted us to be one. Why did he die so we could be one with the Father? We was disconnected. Huh? Sin written. <laughs> Amen. God couldn't deal with us. He don't deal with sin. Then he laid his the greatest event on earth. He came here and laid his life down, bared everybody's sin. <laughs> so that we can be free now. So God can forgive us. He don't look at us sin anymore. Huh? He, we were in Christ. We're one with him. Amen. Now we're out of that darkness. God, Satan can't threaten us with sin and death. It's over. Amen. It's the blood of Jesus. Amen. It's life everlasting. Are we following Christ now? Oh, thank you, Jesus. What's our favorite words, Pastor Barry? That's it. Amen. Thank you. That's some three words right there. <laughs> he died for us. It's thank you, Jesus, every day. Amen. As soon as you wake up, the mask pop open. Boop, boop. Thank you, Jesus. You've been in the sea, the light. Oh, Lord. Look at verse 26. It says, And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them. 
and I in them. <laughs> Look what we're working with, saints. We declare, saints, we lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The love that he loves us with we also, is also in us. Amen. And in them. And that God will be in them. Amen. That's our prayer. Lord, we thank you always for your word and revelation of your word, Lord. Thank you for that great event. <laughs> what a plan. What an awesome plan to redeem us back to yourself. Super Soul Sunday, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We'll remember it forever, Father. The Lord told me to have communion again. Because you know why? Uh, he was putting his word in me. He said, do this in remembrance of me. You want to celebrate the greatest day on earth, Super Soul Sunday? Then you commune with the people again. But well, we did it last week. Do it again. Amen. Yes, Lord. See, I'm obedient. Yes, Lord. And what else you want me to do? Amen. I'm your servant. Amen. God said the greatest in the kingdom is a servant. Amen. Once you learn how to serve. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for that great event, Jesus, dying on that cross. The ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the world. To connect us back to the Father. To deliver us from evil. To take us out of darkness. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs>